0: Love Talk Radio. Big pain comes close to killing us, but whether you're in the middle of a trial or on the other side of it, I've got some good news today. This is Sharon Riddle, and you're listening to the ChristCast
1: 2020.
2: Yes, it's the real thing. Now I feel like we're back. We're in nah. our cozy corner here at a very crowded Chick Fil A at
1: West Point Village.
2: My name is Jason Dyes, alongside
1: Kiki Cole, and
2: Pepper. this is the ChristCast 2022 Generations yeah. with. One mission. To recruit an army of digital disciples for the glory of God. And since we're here at Chick-fil-A West Point Village, I we want to remind you to download the Chick-fil-A app. It's one app with... And awesome. I
1: actually have the app, yes, and it's really good. And I'm I just going to it. get it. I'm going to get it. I convinced it. him to get yes, it.
2: Yes, he did. I do whatever she tells me to do on the show. Um, it is a myth that we are both in charge here. Um,
1: it's it, a one-way street. It is a one-way
2: it's street. We are today talking about, we're still in the Old Testament, we're yes. in the book of Jude. I
1: think we're still going to be in the Old Testament for a little
2: Maybe while. For a while. And, of course, you don't know much about the author because... He
1: is unknown yeah, as
2: of right now. You don't know. A lot, of, a lot of theories out there, but nobody really knows who wrote the book of Job. But let's talk about where we are, not here, but where we are in the Bible. Uh, we're in the land of Uz. Again, a lot of people don't really know where that and is. Odd. not odd, not it's true. And most biblical scholars agree it's outside of the promised land of Canaan, likely in what is modern-day northern Saudi Arabia.
1: Then when are we? We are going back to the age of the patriarch. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are about 2,000 years before the birth of Christ. There's no mention of the laws of Moses that almost everyone follows today and that are listed in the books of Numbers
2: and Leviticus. That's right. In the book, Job makes offerings, which he could never do after reading the uh, book of Leviticus because he's not a priest. And, of course, helping us to talk about the book of Job today is Oakwood Baptist Church MVP and All-Star Sharon Riddle, and she's going to help yeah. us do it. All right
0: after this, when God allows some things to be removed in your life, it's so you see better, more valuable things, and the best thing He wants you to see is Himself.
2: We're back. Welcome back. All right. Hey, listen, Sharon. You know, we're talking about the book of Job, and uh, and you say Job is a book full of good news. It that sure doesn't, that is. doesn't even seem right.
0: Well, it's like watching a 3D chess game, and we get to not only see the players move their pieces on the board, but we get the benefit of hearing their thoughts as they play.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we come to Christ, we come to salvation, we get in the game, we get on the board, but we find out from the parable of the talents that it's how we use everything that we've been entrusted that shows that we win the game. And so, that's what Job teaches us, how to win the game.
1: So, I know having everything great like we have today is pretty nice, but it's not the most important thing that we have. But how do you use them properly? Okay, well, first of all, Job had been entrusted with a whole
0: bunch of things. We know he had servants and a wife and children and he had his health, He had friends and He had his integrity, but it wasn't just having those things that was important. And God had to kind of remove some of those resources so that we could find out better resources that Job had. You know, when you're playing chess and you lose your pawn, then you find out what those other pieces do, but it have more creative moves. And sometimes God removes the obvious resources that we have so that we can see the, the really important resources that we have that we don't see when everything else is cluttering up the picture. One of the things we see in the life of Job is that he was able to worship. And I don't know about you, that doesn't really take I i don't see the importance of it the priority of it until i don't have a job until my family is is in a big problem state or in my my health is gone and then i learned that worship is such a wonderful place to get to it's such a powerful tool in my life i don't know there have been times when worship is all that i've had and i find that just God in my own personal worship is such a valuable commodity. I I know Paul and Silas would have agreed with that point. And And then sometimes we don't see adversity or pain as something that really, something great. And yet, it produces more in our lives than almost anything else. And so, you know, when adversity comes, we're like, ah, no, no. When we look back at our lives and we see what adversity accomplished in our lives, It's something to be thankful for. And so all that other stuff Job had had to get out of the way so he realized pain is producing something in my life. If you look at the book of Job, it's full of wisdom, right? Where did that wisdom come from? And so in your life, maybe you're going through some painful situations right now. Ask God, what are you teaching me that is going to make a a slam-dunk difference in my life because you've taken me through this? I don't know, when I was a young pastor's wife, I went through a really big, painful situation. And I turned to the Lord in a new way. I started reading this psalm personally, like Jesus was standing right there next to me. And as he began to minister to me through his word, you know, God speaks personally through his word. And I felt like my fingers were in the side of a mountain, kind of climbing up each day just to get back to where I was the day before. The pain was big, but God taught me through his word to forgive others. He gave me a bunch of tools for my tool belt for ministry that I've never looked back on. I said, you know, I never want to go through that kind of pain again. But what it taught me was so valuable, and it's it's, it's reaped so many benefits in my life that I know that pain was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, God also gave Job a reasoning mind. And you, when you're going through a really difficult situation, you don't usually think of your thoughts as a good thing. But your thoughts can help you sort out what's going on. What did that person say? What did I say back? Did, was that a good response? Your reasoning mind is a gift. But we would never have seen that reasoning mind if Job had had all that other stuff because he would have been too busy wrapped up in his business and his family and yeah. all his riches.
1: So...
2: Well, I know most of us, we all have something. You have a house, yeah. right? You have a dog. I have a dog. My highlight of my son need an Ozzy. That was a yes. lot of fun. Follow Ozzy
1: uh, on Instagram. That's right. He's on
2: Instagram, Oz of the Doggo. A job, a resources, family. But I like what you said in the, when we were talking about this before the this show, Ms. Riddell, the, the, the value of a reputation. Yeah. I had not thought of that as a resource. I had not thought of that as part of my net worth. Tell us yeah. about that.
0: Well, I've had different times in my life when someone questioned my reputation. And at first I'm like, oh, I've got I to gotta prove that I was right in that situation. i got to prove that I, I did the right thing. But, uh, but then I realized that my reputation was a gift I could give to the Lord. And I could say, you know what? I trust you, God. I trust you. It's your reputation. If you want to fling it through the mud, go right ahead. And it's been such a freeing thing to just say, hey, I'm giving it to you. It's yours to begin with. And if I'm gonna walk in integrity, you're the one that's gonna to have to, to know whether I'm doing it or not.
1: And we know in this past year, we had Hurricane Harvey hit all throughout Texas. And we know people in Houston and Corpus that were hit so bad. Every time. Yeah. And it was such a hard situation for everyone in Texas because people were going somewhere else. We had to fund the, all the rebuilding. So you're saying that God shows us what's truly important in difficult situations and when everything's falling apart around us? That's right. The good news is that God's powerful presence is
0: enough to win the game. Um, I don't know if you have time to read Job chapter 38 to 41 today, but that's the the pinnacle of the whole book. Job had lost his business, his family. His integrity has been called into question. His friends have left. His spouse has emotionally deserted him. His health is shattered. His reputation is in shambles, but then God shows up, and not to take this chess metaphor too far, but when he shows up, he expands Job's totally limited view of his wisdom and power. He blows Job away with the expanse of his greatness he's not limited in his moves like a knight in chess he can move in any direction no situation limits his power his very presence puts the enemy in checkmate and the game is over Job's later years were probably more powerfully lived than his first years because not only did God give him restored children money and health but because he didn't get distracted thinking they were his life and you know After seeing his first set of children die, he probably didn't take any day for granted. I mean, you know. And then, you know, his wife had that terrible response to his trial. And it showed him where she was spiritually. So I bet the next set of years, he was a little bit more intentional about discipling her and, and, and bringing her into his spiritual walk with God. And then uh, the sorry comfort from his friends. He, he was a good friend before because we read about all the things he did. You know, he was always there for the yeah. widows and the orphans. He had a lot and, of
2: money and stuff. Yep. Yeah. It's easy to like a guy like that. <laughs> but,
0: but after seeing how sorry his friends comforted him, I bet he did a lot more reaching out to those who were in pain in his life. Yeah. And then remember how there was always one servant who escaped from all the tragedies in his life? I've he learned to even help people through really cataclysmic chaos. Um, they need more emotional kindness. And once you've been through pain yourself, you don't look at somebody else's pain easily. You, you can't exactly. know how they exactly.
1: exactly
2: And you know, you talked before on the show about the chaos of being a teenager.
1: You're exposed yeah. to a lot of things. It's like you get exposed to a things but you just kind of have to know how to pick your friends out because your friends will help you through almost all of it and it'll help you through getting through hard times and getting through the ups and downs like knowing the right group of people to be with and knowing when to talk to them and when not to talk to them is really important
2: Listen, as you can tell, the volume level just went way up. (laughs) Uh, We are here at Chick fil A West Point Village podcasting live, but before we get out of here, a couple quick things. I wanted to mention the Millennium Club over at Oakwood. If you know a millennial and are looking for some great spiritual guidance, it's over at Oakwood Church. Just get a hold of anybody at the church that can tell you about it. Prayer request for your husband next Thursday is going into surgery, and I got a prayer request for your dad because he had to take his oldest daughter to college, and that's got to be a big deal. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, it was. It was harder on my mom and my sister because it was hard leading up to that, and it was—they were freaking out, thinking they weren't gonna pass. All the stuff wasn't gonna fit in her room. <laughs> Stuff actually, huh? so she's rushing
2: this week. She just has It seems like she's having a good time. Well, that's good, I and mean, we we hope so. the very very best for Big Sister Maddie. But now you're the official driver. Yes. So if you see a blonde-haired girl in a Ford Mustang convertible. It's blue. You've been warned. All because right?
1: it's a good looking uh, one. It is a good looking car.
2: Hey, my name is Jason Dietz, alongside Kiki Cole Pepper. You've been listening to the ChristCast Twenty Twenty, and to God be the glory.